This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everyone? Uh, with the How Men Think podcast, I'm Craig. And I'm Austin. And we're here to fill in for Brooks and Gavin on this week's episode of How Men Think. So, you know, as in we just said, I'm Craig, you're Austin. We're here from Bravo TV's Southern Charm. We're right. in our seventh season now. Austin is on his fourth season with us and he's doing great. But our show airs on Thursdays at 9 p.m. And uh, yeah, catch us there. But we're Craig and Austin from Bravo TV's Southern Charm. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, this is, you, <laughs> we, we are the best test subjects or the worst to hear from right now. I am I am late to this this taping because of issues with my girlfriend, and Austin has now had his entire mood killed because of his girlfriend. So, how do we feel about letting girls kind of affect our daily outlook on life? Because you were so happy all day. Well, Craig. Uh, well, okay. Yes, this is amazing. This is amazing. You and I are kind of similar beings in this, right? So we're so, so Austin and I are both very emotional people. Uh, we have very, love languages. We definitely have yeah. love languages, and, and, and we need our but, significant others to hit those love languages. But right? and I know you're used to Brooks and Gavin, which is great. And as I don't know if we appear that we have hard shells, um, but we're so soft underneath that shell, and that's what a lot of girls don't realize, and a lot of guys out there is I'm that a soft shell crap. And no matter, uh, yeah, that. That's a and delicacy. we're sensitive and you know like i just dealt with something with my girlfriend is she went on the offensive because she she was worried that i was going to hurt her when really you know she's i don't know anyway she's great and loving and awesome <laughs> i'm just saying that you know we might be intimidating but we're just as intimidated of you at times and i don't know there's no matter how tough you look on the outside. Which, is this what we're supposed to be doing? I think so. And we're just giving a rundown. Okay, good. So we're both softies. Um, we so, might not appear. So I have plenty, plenty, plenty of things to say. And uh, just like you said, Craig, I mean, God, I'll tell you, my best days ever are when, you know, are, but are when what? Hey, we're already in relationships, but we'll tell you how we got there and um, our dating lives. I mean, I went to school in college at Charleston, which was five girls to every one guy, which was an incredible experience, but it was definitely, I mean, it had an effect on the dating world and also went to Alabama. I did. And uh, so we have a lot of experience and um, are ready for, for questions. I am. Okay. And we enjoy sharing our experiences with y'all. And um, yeah, we want to know what, what you, we're curious to know what you guys want to know. <laughs> Okay, Austin Craig, thanks so much for being here on How Men Think. Uh, our listeners submitted questions for you guys, so we'll just get into it. First off, what is a good date idea during COVID? Okay, Craig is the worst person to ask about this. Okay, but so I'm going to say, I'm going to uh, during okay. COVID though. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I, I am too. I like, oh, okay, so we're assuming that everyone's quarantined and that no one wants to see each other. Jeez. I mean, what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. The okay, reason no, we're I, stumbling is because we didn't follow any rules down yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reason that I'm stumbling is because I'm like, Hey, 
we already you had feel it. confident and I feel confident we've both been tested, then please, please, like, let's hang out and do the things that we normally do. But, okay. A good date idea over Zoom for COVID. Um, I think it would be to live text a movie. That's me. I'm that's saying cool. this. I'm going to say the live text a movie, and I want the movie to be very lighthearted. I'm like, hey, you want to watch Casper? And live text. And I would live See, text. I, I like that idea, but I wouldn't text. I would just have it open like this and just be talking. Okay. And okay. before you know it, you would be in an entirely different conversation with your date and forget the movie's playing. And you're like, all right, things are going before well. Before you know it, you're making out with your camera. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think that's a great idea to watch a movie together over Zoom or whatever. That is such an icebreaker and it has to be, and it has to be like a lighthearted movie in my opinion, because you know, it has to be like, hey. Because what else eating. are you gonna do? You're gonna stare at each other on the computer screen? I think, yes, I think bringing the third party of a movie in is a great idea. I do too. Agreed. Next question. Awesome. <laughs> Do you miss the girls who aren't on the season, like Cam, Chelsea, and Naomi? Uh, Craig and I spent so, so, so much time together. And uh, when we finished filming the first month or so of our show, uh, I just remember that Craig and I were like, wow, wow, there's so much going on. And there are so many things. And, and, and we were legitimately very like excited. We, we were excited, Craig. We were like, I think we did such a good job. And not just us, but you know, we knew that everyone else was as well. And we were like, this show is going to be better than it ever has been. And that's the mentality that we had. And in my opinion, that's a very important mentality. So the girls weren't transparent. So the girls hid a lot of their lives and they relied on the boys sharing everything. And it, it's not fair when you do that and it doesn't work. The synergy wasn't there. And so Austin and I were both very excited to get a new crop of people in this season and the girls that came on did an excellent job to right. actually transparent and shared their lives with everyone so um no we we didn't miss them i, I mean i miss cam but um no we're, i think it's just we're moving in a, just a, moving good, in direction. a good direction is is what i want to say which no one's ever like no one hears that that's not in the media that's not in the press you'll never hear that but that's the truth is that they were not good at their jobs, and we are happy <laughs> that they're not here. Boom! When I talked to Cameron, okay, last thing on this, last thing on this, I'm going to say it. When I talked to Cameron, she said to me, and it's very transparent, she said, I feel like a hypocrite because I do not want to show my child. I do not want to show my husband. And for that reason, I don't any longer serve the purpose that I used to on this show. And I was like, wow, that was very honest of you. And, and, and she knew that. And so she moved on. And you know? I would guarantee and then you all three of them. And then there's Craig's it. ex that was probably like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to deal with you know, this shit any longer. And then there was you know, Chelsea that doesn't want to deal with it any longer either. And, and, and basically, if Cam said quit, then, then she would. Yeah. Okay. Are Southern men attracted to West Coast ladies or just Southern bells? So I'm originally from the Eastern Shore um, up in the Northeast of Delaware. So I, my type, well, I was always attracted to Jersey girls, uh, like dark hair. Um, I don't know, just that attitude. I love that. And then when I moved to the South, I fell in love with sundresses and accents and a very like proper, I, don't know, I fell in love with the Southern Belle. And then I went and spent time out West and fell for the LA 
type girl. Um, and so I don't know if I have a type. I kind of adapt to wherever I am. Um, I, I haven't met an LA girl that I wanted to spend a lot of time with. I don't know, that might not be right. And I'll say this just to, just to you know, Crow's getting at the end of his point, but I'll say this, um, I'm definitely attracted to more of the, uh, more of the Southern type. You go out West, they're way more superfluous than, than I want to deal with. Um, you know, anyone can make the point like, well, the girl that, you know, you've been dating is, you know, you know, just that way. But, but the people in LA are always looking for the bigger and better thing. And, and I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that whatsoever. You come down South, the women are beautiful and uh, they accept, like, they want to have fun. They accept us for who we are. Yes, of course, I'd like a pretty person. We, everyone likes a pretty I, person. I think if you're going to go like out West and be like, you're not pretty. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there are a bunch of them, but like, I don't want to deal with some girl who's, uh, who's like, oh, I'm like a print model and I was on so-and-so's yacht last weekend. No, no, thank you. No. I think if you're actually from California, you're fine. Like there's people okay. like, okay, that's true. They're that's like fair. turtle from Aspen. The girl that I'm currently dating grew up in San Diego, Austin. Like you've, you're, you've, you're friends with people from like yeah. LA. So if you were born there, you're great. Um, but I think the transplants, but if you move there, yeah. then, then kick rocks. Cause some, you're just ladder climbing, just like in New York city. Ooh, hot take. What are your favorite or most successful pickup lines? Ooh, this is great. See, that's funny. So I never had a pickup line. I used to throw ice at girls in the bar. Which yeah, Craig's pickup lines are wanting for sure. I think that my favorite pickup line, honestly, is it's going to sound so lame and sounds so prefabricated, but it's not. It's, hi, I'm Austin. What is your name? Would you like a shot? You do do really well with that. Like you actually just blatantly straight up introduce yeah. yourself to a girl when she comes and like stands next to us at the bar and i'm like she is hot because i'm very shy like, yeah so i'm very shy so i'm never the first person to talk to a group of friends but austin's eat like easily introduces us which is great and then as soon as he breaks the ice then i'm fine yeah then um, then it's then it's off to the races but yeah but yeah i used to throw but i just think but to answer that full question the easiest thing to do and the and and you can't be called like a douche or like oh cheesy pickup line if you straight up say hi my name is and nobody can fault you for that what is your biggest pet peeve Craig has 12, but go Craig. Uh, I hate bathroom humor. If you if you make any jokes about bathroom, I would just leave. Okay. Like pet peeve. Almost not even be friends with someone. Um mine, yeah, that's just what popped into my head. Yeah. Mine is um, I just read this thing the other day and it said, uh, it said, look. If you're busy, then tell me so. If you're not interested, then tell me so. But being ignored, I cannot stand. All good. Tell me, hey, look, I'm at dinner with my folks. Hey, look, I can't. Being ignored is my number one pet peeve. It will drive me crazy. And I know it drives you crazy too. Yeah, that's a good one. That and, yeah, silence. Like, And I know that that's easy to say like, oh, hey girls, you know, listen up. 
ignore the man and they'll want you even more. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I will hate you. <laughs> if you ignore me, I will hate you because you are, I'm not playing that game with you. I'm trying to think what, what does someone do? What's a girl do that pisses me off? Like what's the last girl like that I can't stand? Well, ignoring is definitely. No, I know, but over like, I'm saying okay. like in person, okay. like if we were all hanging, um, like hanging out at the bar. I, I hate fake people. Like if you Don't we all have just people? told me that you hated this girl and I see you walk up and say hi to her and compliment her dress, I will not talk to you again. Yeah, but sorry, all of y'all are like that. That's not, that's, is that not true? No. It's not? Craig, they're so good at that. They're like, oh my God, the sweater, which by the way, this is mine. I'm like, oh my God, your sweater is so beautiful. Yeah, like, I picked that up. Anyway, yes, I say just like stick to your guns. And also if you're into me, I guess we're at an age now. That's true. That if you're into me, I just be with know. me. And to like find like a buddy where we can people watch together is such a good feeling. Like the game, I know it's necessary, which sucks so much, but it just, I just would, it's I want to- For the first month. Like yeah, the first month. then the trust each other yeah. and take a, take a chance and, and move forward. What are funny phrases only Southerners use? Y'all. Y'all is something that I use consistently, but that's an obvious one. Um, what What about phrases? Um, what is that? What's, I mean, think, I'm trying to think of what this stuff Cam used to say. I know, well, I'm trying to think of the things that Chelsea you know, used to say. Chelsea used to, uh, if something was in your teeth, she used to say to me, how's her mom in them? Like. How's your mom and then? So like you'd have to open your mouth and then and then you'd be like, "Hey, you got something here." That's really southern. How's your mom and them? <laughs> I swear, she used to say that to me. Um, it's really funny. I do you know where the word hush puppy comes from? No. So enlightenment. When the the kitchen staff would be working in the back, um, and all the dogs would come around barking, uh, trying to get scraps. They would roll up dough balls and fry them real quick and toss them to the dogs and say, hush puppy, hush puppy. Oh, that's where hush puppy comes from. I, I love hush puppies. Really? It's such yeah. a boring, bland. Oh like, my God. No, it's not. They serve too. it. They serve it with like butter. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's literally to fill you up so you don't eat any more crabs. Well, why would a restaurant ever do that? Because it's an all you can eat crab restaurant. They want you to eat more They food. don't want you to eat more because it's all you can eat. You're already well, Why would you? Why would a place like Leon serve you hush puppies and they want you to order their whole menu? I don't know. So it's just like a restaurant. Why would a restaurant give you bread? Different conversation. So sorry. <laughs> pet peeve, bread and hush Yeah, pet peeve. Craig being stupid. Is it easier or harder to date once being on TV? Harder. Harder. Definitely. Okay, I'm going to start and then you finish. Okay. So uh, definitely, um, I've dated three, th three girls now on the show. Or since my tenure and um you know everyone just loves to be like oh she's using it for the show and and in my opinion that's so so sad like it's so sad and and you have to like you know think about it and you know but at the same time it's obviously easier right because like you walk in somewhere and people are looking and you don't know but so there are definitely different you know aspects but i think that the hardest aspect is for someone to be like 
And he, and, and when someone tells me like, you know, they just dated you for the show. I'm like, what are you saying? Are you saying that I'm not good enough to get this girl? Or so does that make you so, doubt? Have you ever doubted? Yeah. Like you've asked yourself if a girl's just with you because of the show. I've never doubted until just recently because y'all fucking put that doubt in my mind like crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird, you know, because the show brings you so many opportunities and it just opens so many doors and people would think that it's like, shut up guys. Like, are you kidding me? That's You're true. on TV. Like you can go meet a lot of, you know, well, most girls that you wanted to meet. Um, but I want to meet but, a girl that's like, what's your yeah, show? I've and also never dated a says, fan. If she says, what's your show that I'm wary of her, I'm like, bullshit. You know. Yeah, I like there's a there's a healthy balance of being like, yes, I know who you guys are, but I don't know. And I'm not saying that we're like, you know, Jersey Shore for God's sakes. And I'm only saying that because it's in the background. Look, I'm looking at the mirror. Yeah. But like just saying I would so so much rather meet a girl, marry a girl that is like, I have never watched Bravo. Here's no but so here's the challenge, and this is what I ran into this year, was you want to meet a girl that's not dating you for TV. The problem is, is that's our lives and it's our job and we have to be transparent with the show. And so if we start to date that girl that is not dating us because of TV, we have to bring her onto the show, which a lot of people that that aren't into the TV world don't want to do. And so you have to risk ruining your healthy relationship. Now we're giving them everything because it's true. Yeah, it's true. And Madison, and I'll just say it, Madison said it always, she... And, and she'll probably, you know, burn me with it because she burns me with everything. But she goes, she, she goes, you told me that if you wanted to keep dating that I had to be on the show. And I was like, well, that's true. I have honest. to show my, no, this is before she came on. No, but she was like, she filmed with me like second season. Okay. Craig, she wasn't on until I brought her on. Like as I'm full-time. Yes, yes. As a person that anyone care about. But she was comfortable being on TV. A lot of people aren't. Yeah, it's, so it's a challenge. <sighs> Let's not get started on this. We love our lives, but I feel like mentally, <laughs> we, Austin at least would be a lot better without the show in his life. Well. Mentally. Well, well, maybe not. If these girls just love me for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is, you guys talked about this in the beginning. What is your love language? So my love language is words of affirmation. That's mine too. I was just going to say that. Um, I was being honest. And it's, I'm being honest. it's interesting because until in my- touch, re- touch. I like being touched. Craig does not. Yeah, I Sorry. But I do like, you know, words of affirmation. It doesn't have to be like, you're the best human of all time, but it has to be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of yeah. you. Or, oh my God, my, like, like our you validation. look handsome today. Or, or I do like, you know, words of affirmation and I do enjoy touch yeah. i don't know what what the like official word for that is but probably just touch no it's physical yeah I'm, i forget but it's interesting because i would have said that love languages are bullshit until my relationship with naomi and it was like we weren't speaking the same language because for example i would go out in the morning and start her car on like a cold day and warm her car up and like i give so my love language that i give is acts of service so I would do acts of service. The problem is, is that she was used to that life. You know, someone started her car for her her whole life. And so she didn't receive what I was giving. Her love language was gifts, but I don't know how to give gifts because in my life, I just buy you shit. 
every day, but I would miss like big occasions. Like I would miss Christmas, birthdays, stuff like that, which sounds crazy, but I was like, Craig, I give you so much during the day. Craig's about to get so much. Like I just give you every single day. And girls well, are be like, I want to date Craig. No, so he gives me shit every day. But so if you can't figure out how to like your, you know, correlate your languages, it actually does affect shit. Because then I was words of affirmation and like in my current relationship, she would probably tell people like, or me, she'd be like, of course, I think you're good enough. Of course, I think you're attractive. Of course, like I remember getting like a little insecure. We were watching a movie and she said someone was hot. We get into it. I've oh, never, well, I'm just answering it. it. Okay. And I'm saying like, okay. I've never, I don't really get insecure with people, but shut up. So just shut up. So. I was like, why don't you tell me I'm attractive? And she's like, is that a real question? Like, of course I think you're attractive. And so the example is, okay. is that we actually need to be told stuff. Words of affirmation. Yeah, so love languages are real. So to answer your question, are you just Craig and I like words of affirmation? Austin's faded. No, I'm not. Don't be mad at me just because you punch Don't fucking interrupt me. Just kidding. Austin and I also are dating. Have been filming for six hours today. <laughs> It's been hilarious and great. And we're happy to be here. <laughs> no, I am, but I, I am too. Dude, I don't know how to do things other than being a hundred percent. Okay, Craig, you are being a hundred. So what how, what I, love language do you give? And, and and I love it. And I love it. Uh love language that I give. Uh definitely uh, obviously if we receive words of affirmation, then I make sure to give words of affirmation. And I definitely like that. And 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 touch. And um, I'm not the best at gift. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not. No, you just say you give people gifts every day. No, no, that's acts of service. Oh, gifts. I have a lot of great ideas, but I don't follow through on them. I'm definitely not the best at acts of service because I don't think about it as much as like I should. Right. But then when I do, <laughs> when I do, I'm like, oh my God, she's going to feel like a million dollars because I give her. And then they don't. And you're like, oh, why are girls so difficult? And they're like, why'd you just give this to me? And I'm like, I put so much thought into this. Shouldn't you just understand that this finger pop I already think of you? Like, what has been your favorite memory so far of Southern Charm? Oh, I had this answer for so long. Okay, okay. Mm. I have two. First one, season four, my first season, we're all on a banana boat, okay? And I just want to say this one because of a couple of reasons. <sighs> I, can't, I can't say it because they didn't show it. So we're in Key West. Right before Chelsea and I went up on a, on a, what's it called? Parasail. So we're parasailing. And uh, before that, me, Craig, Shep, Thomas. JD, Thomas, were all on a banana boat. And it wasn't about anything, but like, like we're all pure in fun. pure fun. We're all like flying off and we're like grabbing each other. We're like, Craig, get on. You know, we're like about to fly off. Like Thomas, awesome. come here. And it was like pure camaraderie, not like filming bullshit. And that was amazing. Negativity. And, I, and that's my first one. Craig can go with one and then I'll go with my second. I'd say something that came from the show is meeting Danny McBride was my favorite thing that came from it. Because oh, he was no. filming, filming, filming. I know, I'm trying to think. Filming, I had some good times with Cameron. I had some really good times with her throughout the years. Um, Snowboarding with you is fun. God, these aren't fun. 
Um, Snowboarding was fun, man. Going out to Colorado because because they rejected us going to Colorado or you know going out west for so long because they because they want us to. I like south. I liked riding mopeds around Key West with you guys. That was fun. That was fun until we found out that Danny passed out when we had. This is one of those questions that we're gonna think of in like six hours and be like, wait, and be like, wait, wait, call him back, call him back. What's the worst date you've ever been on? I've never been on a date. This date with Craig, right? I've never been on a date with someone that I was not dating. You haven't? Mm-hmm. I definitely have. I've been on. I've a never date. gone to dinner with a girl before hooking up with her. I'm why? Just... Why is that? So I can't think of anything worse than the thought of sitting at a dinner table with someone and knowing within 30 seconds if you like them or not and just being trapped. I don't know, I'm a, I'm a bar date person. I think going and sitting at the bar would be awesome. Charleston was a very, let's go to Halston. When I was dating, it was a, you met the person in the bar, mm-hmm. uh, out. And then you started to text and then you would meet them you know, you wouldn't be too anxious or like too obvious that you wanted to meet up maybe the second or third bar of the night. And you'd meet up at like 11 o'clock and she'd come with her friends or you were with your friends and you would just have a good time at the bar. And for me, I never got to that phase of asking someone to dinner until we had already been hanging out for like a month. And I know that can be translated into a bad thing, but it, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I'm more of an activity date person. Like I'd invite you out on the boat or we could go jet skiing or, or like go to a pumpkin patch and do something silly or like a haunted trail. I don't know. Jet skiing. Okay. I just like doing right. activities. I'm play the other side of this. But going to a sit down dinner, I've never done with someone that I was not dating. Okay. So I'm going to play the other side of this purely for playing the other side of this. Uh, I do agree with Craig where um, the traditional date idea for me is like not my idea of fun or a date. I'm not like, hi, Sally, would you like to go to dinner with me tonight? I don't like that. I would much rather do like, hey, let's go out and your friends meet up with my friends and let's have fun. But for sake of playing the other side, it is fun potentially to go, which I have done a couple times in the past 10, five years, month, uh, to like bring a girl out and like, bring them to dinner and have like a true blue, honest to God, you know, conversation when I don't do much, I don't ever do that, but I have done it. And it's a lot of, I, okay. But crazy. see, what do you do at the and end so, of dinner? If you don't have something planned after, so do you just like get up and then it's awkward for everyone? It's like, are we like, what is for everyone? What is for everyone? What do you do? One-on-one. What do you do when you walk like out the door? One-on-one. Do you get in your car? No. Do you like walk no, home? No, 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 no. See, if you have a plan, okay. you, like, finish dinner, you finish dinner and you say, Hey, would you like to go to, um, Vintage. Okay. You have to so go that's down, fun. And then you go get like an after dinner drink, and then you have that after dinner drink. And then if if and this is the thing, this is what I'm trying to say. If you really like the girl, then you don't want to rush it because if you rush it, right. then all the excitement is gone, right? So if we go to dinner and they're like, "So back to your place," I'm like, "And this is done before it even begins." But if you really like a girl and you're like, "Oh man, this girl's like something," then you take them somewhere else. You send them home, and then the whole next day, the whole next week, you're like, "Oh my god, this girl but is." You're getting, like, when you see their name pop up, you're getting absolutely. Like sparks on your when phone. that 
And, and if you're dating a girl, when her name does not pop up on your phone, then you're dating the wrong girl. Or, sorry, when you don't get, you know, butterflies when her name pops right. up, then you're dating the wrong girl. If you don't open it. Because my name, because this girl's name still gives me butterflies when it pops up, and that will always be the case, probably. Anyways, next question. Do you believe chivalry is dead? No. no. Hell no. Uh, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said about opening a door. You know, the car door thing. Common decency. The car door thing, do I like, you know, really care about? No, but like pulling like a girl's chair out when she gets into the table, huge. Well, it's funny. Opening the door at the restaurant, huge. So here, there's a balance between chivalry okay. and the girl feeling like you respect that they're capable of doing the thing on their own. Okay. So like pulling the chair out, like some girls would be like, I know how to pull my fucking chair out. Okay, true. But you kind of have to feel it out or like ordering for them. It's like, I can order my own meal. Like, like the submissiveness level is nuts. But then if some creeper at the bar comes up to them and is kind of like pushing into them or something, trying to order a drink and you come up and stand between them and like place your hand on their back or something, that to me is like- That says jealousy to me. No, it shows that you have their back and you're like protect, I don't know. There's a, there's a balance, but I think common- there's a total balance. I think manners, total balance. manners are very important. Chivalry is um, not dead. And if anyone says that, that is so yeah. LA, I, I'd have vomited it's in my very, mouth. very LA. I it's mean- So LA, like, like hey, uh, I just think like, or if a fight breaks out in the bar and all of a sudden she feels you like grab her like this and like away from the fight, I feel like that would be, it. of course. But like, if you were, <laughs> I don't know, I've seen some bad stuff out. I'm I sure you fell have. for Craig right now. But what I'm saying is that Chivalry, of course, is not dead. If you think chivalry is dead, then you're a douchebag. Then you're a douchebag. And if you're dating someone that's like that, then you should leave. Agreed. True story. Yeah. And uh, it only takes a couple of gestures to make somebody feel that you are considering them at all points in time. And one of those gestures, men, I'm telling you, do not miss out on pulling a chair out for your date. Do not miss out on it. You are wrong. You are just wrong. They will remember it and they will tell their friends about it for the next two weeks. I promise you that. Just be smooth about it. It's a smooth move. No, yeah. It's a but don't announce to everyone you're doing it. You no, know, of course not. Hey, did you see I hold the chair for you or no, pull it out? No, and they'd be like, yes. Before you yeah. sit down, extend the chair out for her. Extend yeah, but how do you scoot it in once they're sitting down? Do you never figured that right. out? I'll, I'll tell you, they, they stand. Like one foot, like in front of it, and then you move the chair. So okay. like you pull the chair out, you know, two feet. I've always and been then they move in and you that. hold the chair in, you know, one foot enough so that it hits their you know, back of their knees. When it hits the back of their knees, and they notice so it that's down, done, done. If you don't do that, then good I luck making her your I wife. I have to go on a dinner date first. Mm, good luck. Until then, I'm just protecting him from bar fights. I guess. Why do men chase girls while supposedly in a monogamous relationship? Because they're douchebags. <laughs> okay. Because for men, you know, grass is greener on the other side. But Craig is right because they're douchebags. If you're with someone that you really want to be with, and of course you should not they settle anyone else. Because they settled. If you're ch- if you're chasing other people when you're in a relationship, it's because you settled. Chasing is the key word here. You know, if you're chasing somebody else, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That's because like, you settled, you. and that's because. You are with the wrong and you're And you know why you settled? Because you're insecure. Chasing. And you're insecure because you're like, well, I kind of like this person 
But if I leave them to chase what I really want, maybe I'll never find someone like them again. Yeah. And so Jeez. like, but I'll keep them around just in case. Like you are a selfish yeah. piece of shit story. Also, if you stay with anyone past 30 days that you don't see yourself marrying, you also are a selfish piece of shit. And you're insecure and you're too scared to be out on your own. So you keep someone around for comfort and all you're doing is mind fucking them and you're gonna break their fucking heart when you move on. 30 days is the limit. If you don't think this hits home for Craig right now. No, I'm just saying. That's like, okay. That's if okay. If you stay with someone more than 30 days, mm -hmm. and God, the guys that Why is 30 days a limit? Because you know. You know at that point. Oh, Craig, not everybody no, not, knows in 30 days. No. Don't. Here's, I do not look, agree with that. You cannot say 30 days. All right, listen. Okay. Not no. You but can go you, and then I'll go. Yeah, okay. If okay. you do not see a future with this person, as in like a plausible outcome, okay. like there's a chance of that. Okay. If you know for a fact that you will never marry this person and you meet their parents, fuck you. Okay, Cinderella, are you finished with your fairy tale? It's not always that way. Okay, 30 days, congratulations, Craig. You know that you want to marry someone in 30 no, days. No, that you That's could, fine. that you could That's marry fine. them. I don't agree with that. I think that you meet somebody you might have this great thing with, you date them for a bit, then you might find out that they're not for you. So fucking what, Craig, 30 days. You found after 30 days that they're not for you? I don't know, Craig. It's a comfort. Yes. You were yes, just bored? Yes, yes I have. Bored. Yes, I have. I have dated people before that I really, really, really like, but that I did not see as my, but I was like, maybe they will be that person. You know what, Craig? Maybe. Yes, you said Craig, maybe they'll Craig, be that person. Craig, you knew. Craig, you I knew. think that nowadays, I think that way. If I meet somebody, I'm not dating casually any longer. But previously, no way was I like 30 days and then um, if I'm not going to marry them, then I'm going to dump them. No way. I have experimented and I've had fun with girls and I've done lots of things. And I'm not okay. like, you know, the chef way. So, you know, the chef right, way was so like, I'm, I dated a girl. I'm like, you haven't dated a girl chef. You just banged them for right, two weeks. So like, I'm talking about now though, now. So take away the 30 days now, and say meet the parents then. Are you meeting the parents of a girl that you know, you know, if she thinks there's a future and you know that you're not going to end up with that girl? I have met. Just to, no. just to keep her around for sex. Just to keep her around for sex. No, 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 no. And now I can agree with you that right now in my life, the next person that I date, there's no longer like a let's hang out. But no, the next person that I date and meets my parents is my wife. But some people do keep people around out of, at, in a selfish way. Sure. And, okay. Yes. And I've done that before. And I have done it before. What was it like watching yourself on TV for the first time? No, you you go first. Your season. All right. Five. So I first season loved it. The mail. So we used to get a hard copy and a DVD delivered to our doorstep a week before the episode aired. And I lived two blocks away from Shep. And the mailman came to my house first, like, and his weird route would take hours to get to his house. So Shep would run down to my house, and we would watch standing up in my living room. Um, and we couldn't sit down. It was nuts. And then I also, embarrassingly enough, would play it at like after parties and stuff because it was all like no, new no, to no. me. Hold on. For all those in the back, listen up, turn your volume up. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Conover used to play hard copy DVDs at after parties <laughs> for chicks to school. I, because no, there was never a show in Charleston. It was nuts. It was all new. It was crazy. Here's when it changes when you date on television. And as soon as I had a girlfriend right. on the show, and as soon as I saw for the first time her betray me in what I thought was a betrayal, 
and did like, you will never watch the show again. And after Naomi and I started to have disagreements on the show, I stopped watching that day and didn't watch for three years. Now I watch because it's all about him and I can just laugh yeah. at him. So then but, yes. to segue into mine, season four and five, I was like, they love me. They really love me. And then I started to date someone really, really seriously and emotions and, you know, heartache gets involved and like real heartache. And then I haven't watched, I, I didn't watch you know much of last season, except if someone was like, you, you know, you got to watch. I made him watch with me in Bermuda like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I didn't finish the episode. It ended with us getting very drunk and him yelling at us. Well, I yelled at Shep. Yeah, Shep. I like, you know, I like lost it on him. (laughs) With with like six minutes left in the episode of episode one of season seven, I was like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. And and, then we screamed at each other and I go, Shep, let's save it for the reunion. I love you for now, but I hate you. Last question. What kind of pressures do you get from your family? So uh, what kind of pressures, what kind of pressures, like, you know, with the show specifically or, or with like, you know, the pressures. Yeah. Like just life? like dating. Like, does your family pressure you to like start yeah, yeah. family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my family that as you know, I'm sure that Craig isn't, you know, going to say something different, but of course, you know, my family is very supportive They've never been that kind of family to be like, she's a good girl, Austin. You should go and marry her. Like she is like, or sorry, she, of course I say she, because my mother is in the matriarch of the family, but my folks have always been like, take your time, do not rush into anything. Uh, And especially with my businesses now, or with my business, they're like as supportive as could possibly be. And uh, being on the show, they're like, Austin, we, we think it's funny. We think it's great. We've met Craig. We've met Shep. We've met Whitney. We think that they're wonderful. We think that you have great, you know, friendships with them. So, so they could not be more, you know, supportive. Whereas more people in the South could be like, when are you going to get on in Austin? It's time to, you know, meet a wife. They are not that way. They're like, we want you to find the right person and the right time in your life. And <clears throat> there. My pressure for my family is to finish what I start. So that's pretty much the only pressure I've ever had from there is to finish what I start. So I chose to go to law school, finish it. I wanted to be an attorney, finish it. Um, They love all, they trust my intuition with stuff where I wanted to start a pillow company as bizarre as that was, they're like, fine, just do it a hundred percent. Don't fall into this pattern of like having a great idea and then not doing anything about it. And procrastination is something that I struggle with. Um, Charleston's a very easy place to distract yourself um, and not do what you're supposed to do. So for me, it's finished when I start. Um, but yeah, fortunately, it's not the dating stuff because my mom doesn't want to fall in love with another potential daughter Ugh. and it break her heart again. So, and I'm such a sucker for that. She's met like three girls in the past really? you know, five years and. I just assume that they, you know, love, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, y'all are great. And they're like, not. It's just, I promised, I promised her with the last one because she was like, I can't deal with another heartbreak after something that happened with my brother. And I was like, mom, don't worry. We're going to get married. And then I remember when we were breaking up, I was like scared to tell her the, like the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, mom, I'm only staying with this person right now because I'm scared to hurt your feelings. And of course she was like, Craig, you're my son. At the end of the day, I love right. you. I want right. you to be happy. Don't ever do anything for me. I know, but I've done the same thing. Too. Moms are the greatest. 
Well, we're fortunate to have awesome. Moms. Yes, we are fortunate to have. That's the thing that everyone on the show does, but you know, like we we definitely yeah, we're kind of mom. Oh, yeah. Chef's a mama's boy. I'm you, a mama's boy too, too, for sure. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching me and Craig on How Men Think. We had an absolute blast. It was fun crashing this show this week. Yeah. We hope to be back soon. Until then, you can catch us on Bravo TV, Thursday nights at 9 p.m., Southern Charm. Then you can find me on Instagram at CA Conover or Sewing Down South. And, and me at Curl the Warrior King, not Princess Sophia. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers. <laughs>